This podcast is sponsored by Kulabula, creators of websites, animation, and digital art. To get a 10% discount, go to kulabula.com and put in the discount code AWAKENING. Welcome to our joint venture with MindWars and Awakening Podcast. You can find Chris on mindwars.uk. I'm on awakeningpodcast.org. We're both on BitChute as MindWars and Awakening Podcast. How are you this week, Chris? Fantastic. Right yourself? Wonderful. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. How bad? We've got a few uh, bite-sized stuff to go through this week. So I know you had stuff on the... Actually, a band I used to listen to back in the day, back in the early 90s, was uh, yeah, Rage Against the Machine. I used to also hey. listen to Dave the Foo Fires, but that's a bit of a different scenario because the way he turned. But uh, what have you got on uh, Rage Against the Machine? Well, I mean, yeah, uh, basically, you know, obviously we grew up kind of, you know, listening to Rage Against the Machine with their kind of heavy lyrics and everything. So uh, they're headlining uh, a show and basically you have to be vaxxed. So you've got Rage Against the Machine insisting on getting vaxxed and Eric Clapton coming out saying, you know, <laughs> <laughs> don't get vaxxed and it's like when i got married uh, you know it was like i had eric clapton's uh you look wonderful tonight you know i, I didn't have rage against the machines and fuck you i won't do what you tell me like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean that so is like some how turnaround. things have changed around yeah uh, i mean uh, yeah what a movement of a band they were back in the day and uh you know i agree with every political thing they were talking about but um, it was still their real you know middle finger to the system and, and uh, the music was great back then it was fantastic and all that but how they have changed changed over the years is just incredible like so many bands but like you said eric clapton they also had the you know van morris the kind of all their kind of stuff have like gone against all this kind of thing and the bands you thought would be given the middle fingers have just said nah we're giving you the thumbs up now instead so yeah that's a bit sad to see so um yeah that's me don't rage against the machine <laughs> exactly and just yeah. to quickly as well I, I watched your walk and talk as well so just to be you know for the listeners to make sure that you go and you've done a decent one again mm-hmm. i could see uh her her flouchy her flouchy on <laughs> on the start of it so it's worth going in and having a look at I, I said i have a bit quick one because like it's an army say i'll do a quick one and it's 30 something minutes long so this one was was about 15 minutes long um that was all but uh yeah no just just good to get a couple of those out as well and it's nice with the weather we're getting in england at the moment it's I think it's 29, 29, 30 degrees there today as well. So not so bad. We won't complain. Oh, but uh, so, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, go on. No, I've got a, a Sweden bans travelers from Israel. And Israel, obviously, as we've mentioned a few times, is the most vaccinated nation. So Sweden became the second European country to ban Israel residents from entry due to a rise in COVID-19 cases, um, despite the country being one of the most vaccinated countries, you know, vaccinated. And Portugal as well was uh, another one that's followed suit. And look, we'll give the link. There's no point in me reading the whole article, but, you know, it's just showing, yeah, how come a country that has been basically forcing their, uh, you know, residents to get vaccinated, and now it's the the highest and and another thing there's someone like it's hard to tell because nobody's kind of confirming but there's an, another person i know now that uh basically another uh um stroke a, a guy not so old so i mean yeah you can't exactly say <laughs> you did get the vax but i mean it's strange all of a sudden all these people that were annoying are they're getting serious blood clots or strokes and yeah. yeah, and plus, obviously, the nurses are coming out, and I had that as well. There was a, a nurse whistleblower, and maybe we can put up the video, but we'll have the link at least. And she's saying daily she's seeing side effects, even mm. you know, girls as young as 14 coming in, 
and they're not getting cured. She's saying there is no cure for this. They, you know, they're they're in the hospital all the time or they're dying. Like, and she's just yeah. saying more need to come out. And yeah, it's scary when you're seeing that. Like, not gonna lie, this week has been really rough. Uh, I crawled into bed last night and just laid there and cried because this is getting really hard to take. I had a patient on Monday call who had gotten their six days earlier and ironically ended up in the ER the very next day, was in the ER again two days later. Nobody could tell him what was wrong with him, but a 30-something-year-old male who had no previous heart condition, heart was going off, had a fever, had high blood pressure, um, and he was calling me because he had been told his next step was to get a tetanus shot. I'm angry. I'm really mad. If you're one of those people that's going to jump on this post and tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about, that, that this is all a coincidence, you're a liar. If you have any kind of patient contact, then you absolutely are hearing what's going on with the people who got it. And it's time that you start speaking up. Stop being passive about it. Stop letting it happen. These poor people are suffering and they're suffering terribly. My last call today, 14 year old girl who got it and has been in the ER ever since. Yesterday, 24 year old passing blood clots the size of golf balls. You know, this has got to stop. How is it that they're even still giving this out? I don't understand. I also really don't want to hear how people deserve it, how if they're ignorant, they deserve it. Because you know what? I don't believe that. I don't think anybody deserved this. There is literally not a day that goes by that I am not scheduling somebody as a direct result of a side effects from from getting it. This is this is obscene. It's gross. Yeah, and it, it's you know it's sad as well because um. But just shows the amount of mis and disinformation as you know the the mainstream would go on about. But there's a friend that I know back in Ireland, sort of a friend of a friend, should we say? I heard I wasn't speaking to him directly, but he's so delusional and so worried about all this COVID and he nonsense because obviously his main source of information is coming from the RT News, which is the main news propaganda machine in Ireland. Uh, for those listening overseas, um, it'd be kind of like the CNN of the states, I guess, but kind of along the them BBC lines. of the UK. Exactly, that's what we're kind of talking about. Those they kind of get out of the same bed in the morning together, just different countries. But um, there's a guy over there, and he's you know so indoctrinated by the whole thing. And he he's he said I can't believe it. I don't know where he's getting this information from. But the statements he's been saying is like oh because of the you know they let people out in England over the summer to ease the lockdown a bit more in England than they did in Ireland. He says should the whole the whole country that are dropping like flies because they ease the lockdown. And I'm kind of going what where are you getting this information from like. It's the people who are being double vaxxed or unvaxxed are causing the clogging of any system that's inside in the hospital system, should I say itself. So you just wonder times where do people get this information besides like the, the RT news and stuff that you're kind of going, you know, it's, it's propaganda and 2.0 is just next level stuff. But we hadn't in the kind of notes, but as you touched on Israel, I just had an actual thing come up here on front of me is uh, it says Israeli professor tells citizens to prepare for upcoming fourth COVID booster shot. So you're just getting the third one, trying to get him into it. And now they're, they want to get the, the fourth in, as I say. But you look at the drastic measures, the more you get in, the more it goes up in the chart um, compared to countries like Sweden that are having no pretty much I know. No. I don't know. Did we mention it last week? But basically they're saying that if you don't have the third shot, you're not vaccinated. 
even though you've got two poison darts already. Like. Yeah, because they'll add it more as that. Well, to say originally, you know, going back a while, it was oh, you're fully vaxxed if you get to first one. Then, oh no, two actually, two. That's it now. Now it's the three. Now it's the four. It'll be the booster. And there was somewhere else I was reading, like we mentioned, I don't have the article in front of me, but we mentioned it, I think, in the last couple of weeks. It says people have to realize that when they thought to get the one or two, and then you have to get the boosters will be coming in, like in England, or bringing, trying to bring in this booster program over the winter and over in, and into the 2022. Um, it'll, it'll be a case of, um, well, you know, you can't do anything then unless you're completely vaxxed and booster after booster after booster. And actually a mainstream port report actually came out of this, that that will be actually the case. I don't have it. If I find it, I'll put in the links below. We just confirmed what we kind of knew anyway, but now they're actually bringing out more mainstream. So, and Ted Ross, the guy that you're always uh, talking yeah. about from the World Health, he basically said, we're not going to get back to normal. And also Anil Schwab, he's like from the World Economic Forum. Yeah. We're not giving back to normal. No. So like these Bill people Gates, are, they're all, yeah, they're all talking the same lingo. So yeah. I mean, if you're happy with that, just yeah, just roll up your sleeve, become a pincushion. Exactly. I say just yeah, go to, yeah, go wear to. your mask and just yeah, get a job. I think they probably won't be happy with two a year. No, like they'll probably go, ah, oh, we've no. got them now. So let's let's make it a no. monthly one. Yeah. And then, exactly. I mean, we Keep know they're doing the tablets the soon, like. Yeah, the tablet. I mean, they're, they're, it's, it's horrendous. Um, and who's profiting, who's making the, the most smiles out of this, of course, is the pharmaceutical industry in the background. But I know to veer away from that for a second is, uh, you know, Sadiq Khan, the absolute parasite of a mayor um, that's destroyed uh, London, you know, knife crime, everything the list is. So the records he's created in, in the past couple of years have been all on the down, shall we say. The stuff he just should not even be there, especially with knife crime. He's done absolutely zero. Knife crime has went up. So many stuff has went up since he became mayor of London. And of course, he got back in a couple of months ago again um, as the mayor. But he's he's come out and said as well and on the papers, I think it's the Metro, one of the local papers there, that um, anybody now, he said that will be caught um, on the tube, as he called them the selfish minority that are caught in the tube. So if I'm, I often take the tube. So basically he says, we're going to kick the likes of myself, obviously, off the tube and that TFL, um, they're the transport area there as well, that if, if they catch you with no sufficient reason, etc., you're just going to get, you know, taken off the tube, and that's kind of it. So, and probably they'll try and get, you know, police involved in fines and all this kind of shit. So, um, yeah, you're a selfish minority. The, it's always about the money. Like. But that's how, that's how corporations work, right? Their, their, their main thing is money, a business too, and that's all. They're never about your health, your safety, your well-being. That's used as the guys to basically put in and to get the money in the background, but they couldn't give a shit. So, yeah, that's a bit on that little parasite that he is. But I know, I know speaking about quarantines, actually, there's worth mentioning. There's a guy in Australia, a teenager, he's only about, I think he's 19 years of age, made the mainstream news over there. And he, I think it was 14 uh, days he was given, basically, because you're not allowed to go into other states and if you do the proper paperwork and all the usual tests and crap and all this to go with it, you can't even go, you know, cross state borderlines there at the moment um, without having all your, pretty much, show me your papers. So remember that kind of thing from under where that came from. Um, and he obviously didn't show whatever you had to show, I suppose, and they put him in a quarantine, you know, health hotel facility or whatever word and terminology they want to put in it. He was going okay to give him absolutely, he said himself, he could hear the recording later on, they give him nothing in there. They give him, you know, not even a, a crossword puzzle, nothing. He was in complete isolation for the two weeks and after the 14 days, so he actually thought he was getting out at 11.59 during the day, but they actually said that day, no, it's 11.59 that night and then you'll be out. That was, that was his breaking point. He, he was great for the first two weeks. That was his breaking point. He had an absolute mental breakdown. He absolutely, you can hear the kicking and screaming. A guy next door actually recorded that was in one of the, the other rooms. And um, the police, everybody up. They said they were going to gas him if he didn't calm down and all this as well. And yeah, basically the, the short and the long of it, as we say, or the long and the short of it is that um, he done 
10,000 pounds worth of damage to the hotel, put his fist through walls, uh, or turned all, everything that was inside him upside down, done as much damage as he could inside the place. Because they basically, they, they, he, they forced him to be a criminal, basically, is what they, to, to basically have a mental breakdown, pushed him over the edge. And what happened then? Of course, the 10,000 gra- or pounds, they are dollars, they, they, um, they obviously he used to go to court over it. I went to court over that, and the judge goes, ah, I know I heard it's the right place for you now, and you won't like it at all. Give him three months in jail. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So yeah, he that extra that no, he was in there for that extra twelve hours after he taught fully and he said, right, I'm leading up to eleven fifty nine during the day. No, they said no, mate, eleven fifty nine midnight. And that's when he lost it. That was it. I can't do take this anymore. So because the the government pushed him to that, he's ended up now being a criminal probably record and and a ten thousand pound uh damage he'd done as well, and three months in prison for that. I mean, what's he going to be like at three months in prison? 19 years of age, absolute insanity to what it was. But um, I know you something as well on uh, Sweden and Portugal. Uh, we actually mentioned that. I, I mentioned the, about the Sweden. Yeah. So Nigeria was... Uh, so basically, Nigeria, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with Nigeria. So basically, uh, no, you can't go to churches or mosques. And the one that I kind of went, ooh, no access to banking systems from the second week in September. Yeah. Without, without having the poison dart. Like, so... Yeah. That's pretty scary. I mean, you know, yeah, they're basically hitting your pockets. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. if you're in them areas, like just start looking at different apps that are money apps, keep off the PayPal's, keep off the, obviously the banking accounts, if they're going to do that, you need to get creative and start thinking of different ways. But that's sick that they're mm. actually, you know, pushing that. Yeah, no, it's, it's not that they are coming for you every way possible at all that they can claw you into or coerce you into getting this, uh, experiment as, as we know is still on trial until 2023 so yeah that's what they think of your um your health and your well-being and all that so but you know what gives these people right in jurisdiction at the end of the day it only gives it by consent of the people so it's down to the people as we say time and time again to stand up as simple as that if you don't stand up then they're going to roll over you straight away like a steamroller so you know it's it's the opportunity to rise up so we'll see will the nigerian people uh take it or basically will they take their freedom one or the other You've got some more on uh, Australia. On the- yeah, I mean, like you probably do a whole podcast on Australia alone, um, nearly once weekly. The way the way it is going at the minute over there, but there's um, I know the health uh, Australian health chief um, over there, Doctor Chance, kind of looks like a, a man to me, but I'm not sure what what kind of a thing it is. But um, he or she, anyway, I suppose, to, just comes out and basically it is COVID forever. Like we've heard other people mention this as well, but COVID forever. You know, on a mainstream conference, she was talking about this um, on the TV and stuff, of course, as usual, the propaganda box. And yeah, COVID is here forever. So pretty much just get used to it in your lives and not just get used to your lives, but, you know, pretty much the boosters will be here to continue with that forever because that's the only way we'll get out of this is just keep adding boosters to the program the whole time. And also there is is the, um, they're also talking about that Berlina, what's her name? Berlina Jerkoff or something her name is over there anyway in, uh, yeah, she's in New South Wales or one of those directions. And she's just said that um, you can't, um, if we don't get the 70% uptake, pretty much, because they are struggling big time. They won't like to admit this, but they are struggling big time over there to get uh, anywhere near that 70% uh, uptake, anywhere near it at all. Like it's supposed to be, from what I know of, quote me if I'm wrong, but it's supposed to be down around the 12 or 13% mark at a push. I don't know, I haven't heard any proper decent reports that it's over. 15 or 20 percent unless somebody can put some comments in the section below and tell me otherwise that's, like the thing yeah. is any any like if you kind of go by cdc and all these kind of different things yeah. they've been caught lying constantly so oh. and they're as you said are ruled by the bad boys in the background so they're you know it's, it's unbelievable but they've said if you don't get a 70 percent uptake well 
pretty much the people who are uh, who choose not to be experimented on, who don't who don't want to get this, this you know inoculation of death experiment into their arms. Well, you're just going to be much locked out of society. And we're we're actually telling you here now and then. So they actually said you want says so you have been warned, Aussies or Australians. Pretty much you don't get pretty much the the injection. Um, well, just be locked out of society, and you can stay in lockdown forevermore. While the other seventy percent or so can, you know, we'll give them that bit of extra freedom. But the extra freedom, of course, will come with, like I said, the COVID passport stuff, and it's all leading in, like we said, to the China social credit score system and, and all that. That's completely one hundred percent right down the line, and ticket that is right in the middle of all of what's going on there. Um, some don't see it, um, but that's that's huge. It, it, they need that one hundred percent for it to work. So that's the criminality, of course, that's going on. Uh, over in Australia at the minute. One that I wasn't going to talk about, but it just came into my head there is because every day I know I'm taking a picture outside of the chemtrails and I'm actually going to put up a video on my bit shoot of something that, you know, because there's so many people I'm trying to ask people and they're, oh, don't worry, that's just the planes and all this. And it's like, no, it's not. 100% mm. it's not. And I've got stuff because basically NASA leaked something by it. They put it out by mistake and it was taken back a day or two later and somebody grabbed it. So yeah, mm. there's a lot of information. So I'd be putting that up. But just, I would ask people, when you see the chemtrails outside your city, just take a picture and post it because it's the only way we're going to wake people up to that as well. Like, cause, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's the same. And, yeah, go on. No, no, just uh, like uh, op, uh, op, opioid, is it? Is that how you pronounce it? The, the, the opioid by? Yeah. <laughs> the opioids. <laughs> the op, the opioids. Fa- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fa- pharma family boys, it's way out of accountability. A US bankruptcy court gave Purdue pharma, Pharma's owners immunity for further civil suits. They don't have to admit wrongdoing and they may, may end up richer than they started. And it's kind of, I mean, we'll give the link, but it's basically saying that the they even filed in a different area where there's only one uh, judge. So obviously they knew the judge that would do this. And, you know, there's loads of people that have been affected. And uh, they're, they're saying that it's claimed at least 600,000 lives with the toll climbing higher and higher yearly. And I mean, just basically farmer again getting off, you know, it's just like. Of course. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's incredible. I mean, Actually, if one of the points I meant to touch on about Australia as well is the, the Aussies will know it well and people worldwide even is the telecommunication company called Telstra. They've somewhere in the region of about 29,000 staff, but obviously a lot of them are working for home. So they have about 8,300, around 8,500 staff that will be sort of, you know, as they say, kind of frontline. Basically, you'll be meeting people in the shop, obviously, so you'll have to talk to customers, so you're regarded as that. So you'll be obviously a health risk. And uh, the CEO or owner of that company over there, has basically said that um, anybody, well, that 8,300 or so, because the people who actually work more don't have to get vaccinated for now, at least anyway, and because you won't be you know, in the line of fire meeting people or customers in the shop. So, but the other 8,000 people have to plus have to get um, vaccinated. So you have to get vaccinated your first one by October the 15th, I think it is, and your second shot by November the 15th. And if you choose not to get any of those dates or any of those shots, see you, bye-bye. That's your job gone, you're sacked straight away. So, yeah, there'll be a lot of cases have to come in about that, even in the legal terms. I don't have any faith, pretty much zero faith in the legal judicial uh, terms itself. As you rightly know, and you've been through, as say, you know, 100 plus cases, as we know, at this stage and over that. So you can definitely speak from the, the heart and the truth in that scenario. And um, I just think, um, you know, unfair dismissal, there's loads of stuff that go into itself uh, about that. So the you know, simple thing is, as I said, we often, you often said to yourself, is, you know, hit these people where it, where it hurts is in the pocket. So why, as an idea, why don't all them people in Australia, I'm sure thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands or more, signed up or whatever to Telstra, because maybe for Wi-Fi and phones and whatever over a monthly, maybe they pay and stuff like that, just say, I'm not supporting your work anymore. 
and all of a sudden overnight hundreds of thousands if not millions could go and when they start seeing that they kind of go shit we need to backpedal here smaller because we're losing uh, lots of money on this so that's one way obviously the other way is is if if the staff say if all those thousands of people get together well the ones who are awake shall we say and get together and say look enough is enough we're actually not doing this so if thousands of workers in the morning just go out and strike thousands and thousands say we're not doing this well, who's going to run the shops? Who's going to have the money coming in? Plus all the people that are saying, I'm not going to support your phone bills anymore, your Wi-Fi or any other shit got to do with Telstra. And we're just down down the tools and that's it. See how long have that changed their act straight away. And nobody drastically can get singled out if you're all in it together. But um, yeah, we'll see how that goes, I suppose, over there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Just uh, an interesting one as well, because I know we've mentioned uh, Jimmy Savile uh, mm. a lot of the times on the show I don't know why that sick mother keeps coming up but basically yeah. uh, one day came in 2009 pedophile uh, Jimmy Savile was interviewed under caution by police in Surrey and Sussex subsequently the police referred four cases to the CPS alleging that Jimmy Savile had abused three girls under the age of 16 the CPS after receiving the files from the police refused to prosecute Savile and dropped the case claiming insufficient evidence after his death despite multiple attempts of high level cover ups we now know that he abused up to 500 victims over a four decade period why am I sharing this with you the man in charge of CPS at the time that decided that that was insufficient evidence to charge Savile is now the leader of the Labour Party, Sir Keir Stammer. Yeah, so, no But I mean, we know that. Yeah. I remember the same with uh, Clinton as well. So she had represented uh, another one when she was a uh, legal some guy yeah. had raped a child and got him off and it's like, oh, of course. Yeah, it's, I mean, all, all the, the bad, the bad boys ha- ha- yeah. hang around together. Like, and, exactly. Uh, I think well, it was I, something on the Italian Prime Minister. Yeah, as well, I yeah? think I think lastly, maybe unless you've another point or so off that, but lastly it is um we had the uh, Italian Prime Minister in the last week or so over there. He's been talking, of course, about the you know mandatory COVID shots again. I think he's talking about not like Australia with the seventy percent, he's talking about eighty percent uptake that if people if the Italians over there don't decide to get the eighty percent uptake, well, you know, then we'll have to probably make it mandatory. So we'll give you a chance and if you don't basically uh, freely come forward shall we say, we'll kind of maybe have pretty much have to come out and kind of find where you are and make sure that we get that uptake going. So, well, like I said before, people have to realize that, you know, mandatory is not law or not lawful. Mandatory still needs your consent. You don't give your consent, it doesn't matter. But the way they say, oh, it's mandated, and that's it, and it sounds all serious. No, no, that, that doesn't stand up. A mandated or mandatory does not mean it's law. It needs the, the, the man or woman's consent first. But most people think, oh, that's lawful. The company doing what can I do? I better, better jump into the hoop straight away or, or I'm gone. I think no. they'll, they'll be probably, that'll be the next issue, you know, like mandated is uh, sexual discrimination. It'll be person dated. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's another shit show fucking theater gone wrong as, as always. But um, yeah, do you have any last points think to, just to let, round yeah, out just on? Last, yeah, like, yeah. Mm. well, I mean, I'd say it as it was said, because I know some people are offended by language, but I mean, you can go on see uh, celebrities licking each other's tongues on stage that's okay you can see them gyrating on top of each other half naked that's okay you can see people getting decapitated on the television and that's okay you can see all wars and bullets and all this kind of stuff and that's okay and when there's people knocked down they'll show the bodies and that's okay but if i say the word fuck you get offended so i'm saying it as it is there was a, a lot the latest thing and i've seen a lot of different kind of it was like concerts and different things where they're all saying fuck joe biden but the best one was in a stadium the whole stadium started singing fuck Joe Biden. So, I mean, that's probably never happened in the history of any politician around the world, any so-called leader 
So, you know, I mean, because obviously yeah. it's always Democrat versus Republican. It's not. It's the people versus the bad boys. That's the way I see it. So exactly. Just, as we, yeah, as we've we often can, said. We can give a link or put it, put it on yeah. it. You know, so. Yeah. As we said, the, 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 it's a shit show. I know we're going to finish out, but it's the uh, shit show because, you know, you have Democrats and Republicans, you know, table tennis, tit for tat, tit for tat, when basically they're wearing two different jerseys, but they're playing for the same team. You know, it's they're all controlled exactly. by the deep state Absolutely. and the council of foreign relations and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, which I know we don't have time to go into today. But lastly, because I think you're going to put up this on your own channel, probably is the guy from Qantas, the the airline pilot that's over there. Um, it's a, a 25 minute video. It's definitely worth seeing. It's very heartwarming and, and, and to actually see it as well. That a man of 53 years, you know, served his time as a flying, um, is pretty much saying no to the vax and no to base. Everything else is gone. He's come out and he, he's a good chance his job could be maybe gone forever more. Uh, he gave 32 years or so with Qantas himself. And uh, yeah, he's really spoke out from the heart and what's going on. And he says it as it is. He doesn't mince his words and, you know, fair juice to him and give the guy a lot of credit to come out of that after he's, I don't know, maybe in his 70s, 70 plus, what a career he has. And he's just come out and saying, no, it's criminality as to what is going on over there and they're trying to force the pilots, et cetera, et cetera. But I won't ruin it for everybody else. I think you are putting up in your, in your, on your site. Yeah, if you're, so if you're not, we'll, too, yeah, 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 you can leave it in the links uh, that, below yeah. or so on. Yeah, so yeah. And yeah, that's all we have for this week. Yeah, perfect. So thanks a million, Chris. And uh, yeah. you'll find Chris on mindwars.uk. I'm on awakeningpodcast.org. We're both on BitChute as Awakening Podcasts and as BitChute. So yeah, until next week, take care. See you then. This podcast is sponsored by Kulabula, creators of websites, animation, and digital art. To get a 10% discount, go to kulabula.com and put in the discount code AWAKENING.